friends, this is The Real Marriage Podcast, and we are your hosts, Griffin and Heather, where we talk about all the things that go on in your marriage. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who's reached out to us and shared how this has encouraged them. And I got to say, I like love hearing all these women who say, Heather is me. <laughs> like that genu- <laughs> I've heard that a lot too. Genuinely makes me so happy. It's maybe been like five people. No one's but- <laughs> claiming Griffin very often, actually. Now that you say that, I don't I don't hear that very much. But hugs to the ladies who, who feel that way. It makes me feel special. See, so. guys are silent about it. They won't admit it. No, they won't. No. But <laughs> well, we just had Valentine's Day and we hope you guys had a really special one. But we did something a little different this year. Do you want to care to share? Yeah, it's really funny. So I, I don't know. We we try to love each other outside of that day and, and do stuff. But we just thought it'd be cool, as we said last week, to uh, take the kids out. And Heather so wanted a boy for so long. And, <laughs> and I just thought like he's somewhat capable of going out on a date, like a certain kind of date. Right. So it was really, I've enjoyed taking the girls out before and laughing in the booth with them and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I really thought it'd be cool for you to take him out. But wow, what a difference. Like ha- it, it's so weird. You wouldn't think this, but it was far easier for me to take three little <laughs> girls on a date than it was for you to take it was a, a mess. one and a half year old. On, yeah, just like, it was a How mess. stressful was that? No, well, it was because it rained. Like I had a plan to t- take him to a park, get him something chocolatey on a stick and like, we'll be fine. <laughs> but because it was so rainy, I took him to this like outdoor cafe. They forgot our order. <laughs> and like, that's not a big deal if you're with an adult. But with, when <laughs> yeah. you're with a like 21 month old who doesn't sit still. wants to just run into the road and is just yelling, ha like at everything. I'm like, uh, like at one point he started running. The waitress is like, there he goes. I'm like, where's my chocolate muffin lady? I'll worry about him. Go give me my Yeah, right. What are you doing? (laughs) So, and then I just took him to our happy place, my happy place, Target. And it all got better from there. I bought him a truck and he was super happy. Oh, he loves it. He loves his truck. I love having boy things in the house. Oh, praise God for that. It's time. (laughs) We have so many trucks. But the the terrible thing is our oldest loves to steal his toys. Yeah, it was in her bed this morning. (laughs) It's like, Harper Grace, why do you have your brother's She can't help herself. She's like, was that a klepto? Just take steals things? It's so cool. It's so cool, mom. I'm like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we had fun at Red Robin. We went to get a burger and milkshakes and the girls were just being goofy and I mean, I look like a stud walking around with three beautiful little girls through the mall. I bought them a little necklace. In fact, I ran in. This guy was in there. They were in Claire's. They Claire's, went Claire's. Yeah, at a jewelry <laughs> store, and which I've never been in there. It's like really tight. And I kept running into this other dad with this little girl, and he was so stressed. And I'm like, <laughs> rest of our lives, dude. <laughs> he just laughed. Uh, but it, it was awesome. And we hope you guys had an awesome day as well. Yeah. And today we are unpacking the question, should my marriage make me happy? Mm. What a question. And short answer, yes, it should. But this can't be the goal of your marriage. If we're simply looking for a spouse just to make us happy, um, your motives are actually a little selfish and a little dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You're putting an ec- a very high expectation that most people can't reach. And yeah. it's going to leave you hurt probably both of you hurt by all of that. Do you think we should expect happiness from our marriage? Like it's kind of a built-in thought. Like, yeah, I mean, this person should make me happy. But do do you think that's a good expectation? You kind of said yes, but. Well, I I kind of feel like it's a secondary. Okay. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. Like a secondary emotion or second. Like it's just a 
it's what comes out of what you're doing. Like by being mm. serving each other and gotcha. loving each other and building this out of that is like, wow, I am happy, you know, or right. so it's like a secondary, like, I can't think of the words right now <laughs> for many reasons. <laughs> no, it's like a byproduct. That's the word. How you approach it. I think you're right. But the the challenge of it is like, I was, we were just talking before we even started. Like, do you remember moments early on in our marriage where I didn't make you happy and how <laughs> weird that felt? Cause it felt so weird. we've shared before, like we were just all in, we were infatuated with like our love story, the build up. you know, like yeah. we made out for hours before we got married, <laughs> you know? And, um, but yeah, just the moments where it's like, oh, this doesn't feel good. Yeah. Why are well, you like that? I was even, we <laughs> took, I took Elisha to get his haircut and, um, the girl who cuts his hair, Jesse. She was like, yeah, people keep telling me just wait. The honeymoon phase isn't going to last because she just got married. And I just asked her how it was going. And I just was like, yeah, but that's like you're in it. So just be in love it, it. and love it. it. But yeah, it will end. <laughs> <laughs> but that's OK. And and I think that's when in the beginning stage, it's like you're saying, super infatuation, just super happy to yeah. be together and then there's gonna come moments where you're like wow that's annoying like wow well that's what makes that's- it hard is when that happens in the honeymoon stage or like early on you're like whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah this, this was supposed to be where did that come from yeah it's a hard reality but it's not that big of a deal because you're just gonna have conflict. you're a human and this yeah, is how you're, it is. You're gonna, yeah guys are stupid whatever happens <laughs> but um but it is almost like this high like whoa I didn't like that. Nowadays, a lot of people live together and maybe they've kind of dealt with some of that stuff before they're married, but it still can be difficult when it's like, you're supposed to make me feel good. Right. You're supposed to make me feel nice. Yeah. So I think what we're talking about is there's deeper, kind of, I guess, would you say deeper expectations that we should have, that marriage should make us feel certain other ways and like happiness really isn't the full goal or not something we should really lean into or expect so often because it may kind of go up and down. Well, happiness seems so superficial. It seems like just kind of like a not deep. It's yeah. not a, like coffee makes me happy. Like chocolate <laughs> makes me happy. You oh, know? hold on. It's like when Heather says, I love this. Like you love like 40,000 things. It's like <laughs> when you say you love me, like, oh, okay. I love this blanket. Like, whoa. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I've joked with you about that. You have. I've tried to cut back on my use of the L word. Um, Actually, Heather on her uh, Marco Polo, whatever, had a picture of just herself. And I was like, what are you trying to say to people right here? Where am I? Yeah. And his profile picture is just of him too. I didn't choose mine. I don't think. (laughs) I I changed it. If you find me on Marco Polo, by the way. Yeah, I need to be in everything. It's Griffin and me. (laughs) Ladies, you understand. If you get one look at Heather, you people are going to want to talk. You're silly. I think that happiness... I think when we started chatting about this conversation before we started recording, I think I feel like me looking back at the almost 10 years of our marriage, 11 years of our relationship, um, there's way more results. There's way more end goals that have come out of it than being happy. Yeah. Way more. Way, so deeper. Way, like, way deeper. Way, way more stronger blessings than just the momentary feeling of like, oh, I'm happy. And the things that I'm going to share that I've experienced, I feel happy in them, but that's Mm. not the root of it. Okay. That's like a a little topping. Gotcha. (laughs) If you could see my hands. (laughs) (laughs) When Heather has a hard time with words, the fingers and the arms just start (laughs) flailing. So let's go into that. We actually have two things. So um, instead of like my, I want my marriage to make me happy. We thought it'd be cool to share each two things. If we have time to share both each, 
that marriage has made me fill in the blank. And I would say they're way deeper and they have more significance than the idea of happiness. But like you just said, we're happy because these things have been produced mm-hmm. through our marriage. So we, we can start with ladies first. So how would you fill in that blank? Our marriage has made me... Yeah, I would say um, confident. Confident in who I am, mm. what I'm capable of, what I'm good at, even confident in how I'm wired, how I think and I feel and I operate, um, how I hear from the Lord, how I lead our children. I, you know, your your spouse sees you more than you see you. Yeah. So much more. Right. And Griffin has taken these incredible moments to just really speak into who he sees me be. Mm-hmm. And and also, even when I'm not operating in who I really am, gently like being like, that's not really how you sure, are. Sure. Um, and I think, you know, comparison is a struggle for me. Competing with others is a super easy temptation for me. Um, but Griffin has come alongside of me and just helped me fully own who I am, which has made me very happy. Yeah. Um, but just just growing in my confidence as uh, just just a woman, a daughter of God, and 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 also in what I'm not good at of like being okay with that. Like just yeah, look. yeah. So it's just been this huge like self discovery. But Griffin, <laughs> Griffin helping me discover myself. Yeah. I guess you've no, you've good. had a huge role. Would you say though that coming into adulthood and marriage and you know, if, whether it's your professional career, having children and just this intense season of transition and trying to be a wife and kind of getting out of that teenage into the adult years, your body changing through having kids. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of places for a woman in that season to feel a lack of confidence. Is that is that oh, fair yeah. to say? Yeah, you can feel super insecure. And, and so personally to me, it was not having sports, which was a huge part oh, of my that identity. Door, the door on our career of what we did since I was five years old and you were... You've been playing sports your whole life. It was just shut. Shut. Done. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know what to do. And you found the Lord so graciously yeah. gave you your path. And it was amazing. And I was just searching. And so I started to feel just very insecure. Mm. And so then I tried, like, I just tried all these avenues to fill that where you were watching me do that and gently kind of like, yeah. no, don't, don't go that way. That was That's- a interesting, huge responsibility for me to just help you, listen to you, encourage you with that, because it was this journey of searching. Mm-hmm. What's You know, what's interesting is that a lot of people in their 40s and 50s come back to that place right. and are almost like, oh, I need to find my purpose now, or I've done this job for so long, like, but that's not who I am. And it's, so that can come into play in a lot of different places of life. Well, what I will say is you also, you didn't tell me like what to do and you didn't tell me what not to feel. Okay. Um, it was nothing like that. It was, you just helped give me space to think and to feel and to process. And then you would ask me these really great frustrating questions <laughs> that got me thinking. And honestly, it just led me to the feet of Jesus Yeah, and to, and to like journaling and processing me. Yeah. Well, and, that was the story is that God was kind of showing you who you were meant to be. Yeah. And that beginning that journey of becoming not who Heather thought she should be or could be, but what does God want to do? And that, again, that's the blessing of our faith. Like it, it wasn't me to determine or to give you the answers. And I had to learn that, but it was, wow, spiritual leadership and prayer and encouragement and listening and guiding you back to the father who has helped you discover your true identity, which is major. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So that that's my first one. I love that. You go ahead. So our marriage has made you confident, mm-hmm. which is huge. Uh, for me, I would say that marriage has made me humble. You and, already are humble. Yeah, but I think maybe maybe internally. Okay. Um, Do share. He hasn't. We haven't talked about these. I don't know what he's going to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think I was. I always wanted to be a husband and wanted to be a father in my mind, you know. And but just just the challenge of we, like we've talked about the the responsibility, the weight of responsibility with our ever growing family that we have, and with jobs and you know, very significant things. I just, it, it revealed weaknesses, you know, stuff that I never had mm, to okay. wrestle with, you know, like, you know, our lives in, in high school and college, a lot's just kind of that, that way is paved for you. And we had soccer. And so my, you know, my days and my schedule and my commitments were very consistent. And then you jump into this as a man where you want to thrive, you want to be successful, all that, all that stuff that becomes harder. Mm-hmm. And jumping into the newness of all the responsibility, there was just a lot of times where you could feel like you're not doing a great job. Or for me, like we've talked about the stress and be feeling overwhelmed. It's also taught me things about myself, like how selfish I can be just naturally, you know, like self-preservation of my time and like hiding from the children sometimes. (laughs) And, but just God teaching me the, the, benefits of sacrifice and humbling yourself to really learn more and more how life is not about you and kind of taking the focus just off of yourself and giving yourself away and being a great listener to you and learning how to fail at work and all of that stuff. It's humbled me to a place where I I have to rely more on God and not just myself Mm -hmm. and allow you to help me learn and grow as a man, which we've talked about a lot, how I didn't open up and share a lot. I think that was a humbling point to get to, to realize, wow, I've got stuff that I'm just not capable of doing on my own. Was, was it, did I help you be humble with, um, how different I am? Like how, how, how I handle conflict or how I just operate? Was that hard? Because it's just so not like logical and processing like you are. So did it humble you to have to like, I don't know, just be like, be more aware of my needs than just like, nope, this is what it is. Moving on. You know, you couldn't, I don't, am I making any sense? Aware of my needs or your needs? My needs. Like that was that humbling to have to like, because we, you, the way we handle conflict and the way we handle situations in yeah. life, it's just drastically different. Totally. You, yeah, that's a good, I had to change. I had to shift my approach. Yeah. yeah marriage. I think that's a, a great way to put it. I had a very, I'm, I'm kind of strong in the way I want to do things yes. and that would, it didn't work. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's cause I care and because like I, I think through it and I have just conviction towards it. But when it wasn't working with you, I had to either press in harder and make it worse or change. Yeah. And that is humbling to yeah. be like, Whoa, I got to step back and realize I, I need to approach my wife out of love. I need to approach our kids, all four of them differently to yeah. do well with each of them. Yeah. And so it is humbling to not have it all figured out. And as a guy, you just want to be successful and just to be willing to learn mm-hmm. in the process. And so it's been beautiful. It's helped me It's helped me just expand outside of my little box and my bubble and way of thinking of things. It made me so much better. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. 
What's your other one? Number two. Oh, I bet a lot of women will agree with this one, but it's been um to you make me marriage has made me feel safe. Um hmm. and this is a personal one for me, but I I do feel like a lot of women will connect with this. I've really never felt safe with a man before. Goes all the way back to my dad, broken relationship, um, family, friends who took advantage of me, older boys, um, really toxic, bad relationships. There was just never this. I'd never felt safe mm. when I, when all that kind of started to fall apart and just really not fair things happened to me. Right. And I remember, and some of you are going to be like, oh, okay, you know, but I promise <laughs> I prayed in high school. Like when I found, really found Jesus in high school, I had a journal and I was writing out my husband and I was like, I want to feel safe. When I hug him, I want to feel safe. And I remember trying to force that feeling with like, high school boys I dated and it's like, Oh, maybe I feel, and like, I literally <laughs> didn't. And I promise the first time I hugged Griffin, it, it freaked me out the way that I felt. And it was like, Heather, this is the first college boy you've ever hugged. Like, calm down. But I can't even describe it other than I just knew like there's something so stop laughing. No. <laughs> I mean, I have jokes to share, but I know that's you really jokes, cool. But it was truly an it's answer. How you're wired, it's an answer from the Lord. It's yeah. what I've always wanted and needed and never had. And he let me feel that on like this like really incredible emotional level um, of just like, yeah, no, this there is a man I'm going to allow you to have that with and feel that way with. And so that was you. That's cool. But safe, safe in my, and again, it kind of ties to the confidence, I'd say, but um he made me feel safe to share my feelings, no matter how dramatic or very irrational they might be in the moment. Um, feel safe to share past mistakes and insecurities and lies I believed and struggles I've had. Hmm. Safe to share dreams, no matter how insane or crazy they are. Right. Um, fears, hopes. Um, and it's seriously, it's a feeling I've longed for since I was 12. Wow. So. That's so good. I, I, you're really good at that. You're really good at sharing and opening up. And it's almost like once you've felt safe, you're very transparent. Now I can read you like a book very easily because your emotions are <laughs> just very vivid, you know, but you, you've over the years, I feel like you've just opened up more and more and like, you'll, you'll admit to feeling certain things that you know, aren't good, but you just want to bring it to the light. Yeah. So you're not alone in it, which I just value. So I'm not good at that at all, you know, and what's, what's helped you over time in our marriage feel more and more safe for that to be I guess more of a benefit to you because I feel like you're so open and so willing to be transparent, which is a really beautiful thing. I think it was remembering and knowing that like we're on the same team. You've made it a place where you're not judging me. You made it a place where you're not going to be mean. <laughs> Sounds, but like I can share, like, I know this is really illogical, but this made me feel this way. And you'll just be like, yeah, all right. You know, <laughs> that's or, an often beginning statement. <laughs> <laughs> I know this doesn't make sense, which is really cool. Like you already know how I think. Yes. I like, just, but let me say it. I just need to tell you because I don't want to carry it. And I think I, awesome. I have felt how it is to carry these very big feelings all alone. Right. And I know what it does to me on the inside. Oh, and that's good. And after time realizing like, I, and you've had to tell me like, you're not alone. Like, especially with growing up, my mom was alone. And so I realized in our marriage, I was carrying this kind of be strong, like, yeah, be strong, suck it up, just take it like hmm. a scarcity mentality, 
Is that the right way you say that word? Yeah, Scarcity. good job. Thank you. That word always gets me. I think <laughs> I've had that question on the podcast before. The poverty. Am I saying that right? Yeah. yeah. And he's even, Griffin's just said to me, like, like uh, you're not alone. Like, let me help you. Right. <laughs> let me do this with you. Like, tell me. And just even breaking that kind of generational, that's also how my grandmother was because she had to be. So I noticed this a little bit of in our generation. I don't want my daughters to inherit that from me. So I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing it for them. Mm, so, it, and that, that pushes me even more to yeah, do it motive right because there. it's not about me. It's yes. about the four little Three little girls that are are watching me. Right. Don't say that. Easy <laughs> now. <laughs> I love it. Well, let me share my last one and then we'll close it out. Um, I love that. So confident and safe for you. And for me, it's humble. And our marriages made me grow. And that's that's a pretty broad term. But for me, uh, just watching marriage. And, and to be honest, you know, in, in my line of work and being around so many married couples, it's difficult to see when people don't grow in marriage and maybe stay stagnant or kind of fight against that and just want to be who you are today. And for me, they, they go hand in hand when I was humbled to realize, wow, I've got a lot to learn. And I really want to glean, which is a a good Bible word right there to really take (laughs) from you and like, wow, we are so different the way we think and your emotions and your feelings and how you see the world. And I like, I need to receive from that and expand from that. And being challenged with the marriage, kids, uh, work, ministry, all that stuff, it's been a really beautiful thing for me to grow as a man. Yeah. And and I think in 10 years, we've both grown so much, but I think you're right. It is a willingness. And you've had such a willingness. You've had a willingness in that, especially when it comes to saying, I'm sorry, or like I messed up or I didn't do it right, or how could I, just owning things. Sure. Um, I think that's where there's just been these beautiful moments of of growth. And even with you just wanting to understand the other side, which yeah. you're really good at, mm-hmm. um, but just how you've grown in that and taken really steps in, even in your, and especially in your job, just to try stuff and go for stuff. And just see what happens. Yeah. Like that kind of goes against <laughs> your does. personality. I'm, I'm more cautious. But, yeah. But in a lot yeah. of places in your job, you've had to just Step literally faith, speaking yeah. podcast. Like <laughs> right, this right. was like the Lord put this seed in Griffin just to go for it. And like a week later, he's like, hey, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> okay, this is happening. And you're on it. <laughs> so I, I love the way you've grown and you've, it's just been a beautiful thing to watch. And yeah. Be a and part it's, of. it's definitely coincided with our faith. And that's, that's the huge piece to me is like, yes, we wanted to grow in our marriage, but because our marriage is centered on our faith and in our devotion to Christ and our, our relationship with him and how the Holy Spirit's moved in our life, that's been really the growth. That's been the change that it's not just on us to figure all this out and grow and like make each other better. It's like God is actively working and we want that. And we're open to that as much as I'm open to you and listening and learning from you. It's the same with the Lord. And that is the recipe for us of any success we've had. And it's, I think, goes back to our willingness to allow him to grow us and build us up. Yeah. Yeah. So we want you to be happy. We want your marriage to, to be happy, but we just believe that there's far more to 
to accept from marriage and to receive from marriage. And so those are four things too uh, from each of us that we've seen 10 years into marriage of the depth of what God can do through a marriage. And so, man, we hope your relationship is growing. For those of you listening that are preparing to be married, we hope this is such a benefit for you and uh, good for you for, for pouring into this and preparing yourself to thrive in one of the most important things you will ever take part in in your life. So thank you for listening. Check us out on Instagram, The Real Marriage Podcast. Uh, You can follow Heather. You can follow me. She's way better at posting and all those kinds of things. We have a blog on the website as well. And if you can, give us a review and rate us so more people can find The Real Marriage Podcast. Until next time, thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by talkedits.com. You talk, we'll edit. If you like what you're hearing, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We hope you enjoy getting to know Griffin and Heather. For more information about them, visit realmarriagepodcast.com. That's realmarriagepodcast.com. Thanks for listening.